If you're thinking about creating an online course, but you want to bang your head against a wall when you think about tackling the tech, stick around. Because in this episode of Think Big, Move Fast, we're talking about how to tackle the tech with ease to create your online course. You might have a nearly finished course built, or you might have something on the shelf that you've delivered in person, but you don't know how to get it online in an effective way. Whatever the case may be, learning how to deal with the tech can mean the difference between being someone who has an online course to sell and being someone with just another good idea. Let's dig in. Okay, so here's the problem. Many entrepreneurs want to create online courses to help grow their businesses, build their email list, and share their knowledge with the world. But it's overwhelming to try and map out the ideas, create that curriculum, and deal with the tech, right? I'm your host, Heather DeVoe, and I want to welcome you to Think Big, Move Fast, where I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs just like you create amazing online courses quickly so you can share your talents with the world instead of getting bogged down in the process. I am the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster, easier, and who want to make more of an impact while they're at it. I've created thousands of hours of online courses, in-person workshops, and training programs for businesses in eight countries spanning four continents, and my courses have reached countless people over the last 20 years. Now, I'm teaching you everything I know about how to create amazing online courses quickly and easily. Stick with me and you'll learn how to take the guesswork out of getting started. I'll show you how to clear the way forward so you can create a meaningful curriculum and I'll teach you how to tackle the tech with ease so you can bring your online courses to life. In other words, I make creating online courses simple so you can make them faster. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the podcast. I'm your host, Heather DeVoe, and I am thrilled that you are here today. I have been getting some really, really interesting feedback from people about two pieces of content that I put out into the world in the last week. The first was episode nine of the podcast, where I share a conversation that I had with a man who was also putting together a program to teach entrepreneurs how to create online courses. And that podcast is striking a chord with people for two reasons. One, mansplaining is a real thing. And two, it turns out that this happens to people all the fucking time. I said in the podcast that when someone says something like this to you, you might feel attacked and your self-confidence might shit the bed. And it turns out that when you're done laughing, you couldn't agree more. So thank you for your notes about that podcast. I'm really glad that you find it helpful and that you can relate to that message because this is a real thing that I'm experiencing and have experienced many times over as an entrepreneur. There's nothing like the tap on the shoulder from someone that says, I'm coming right up behind you, hon. Move aside. <laughs> The other piece of content that I shared last week 
was an email to my mailing list about overpromising and under-delivering. Overselling and under-delivering was the message. And I shared my experience in a mastermind group that I'm in, which I'm only in because I was basically duped by the business owner into thinking that they were selling me something entirely different than what I got once they got my money. And a really interesting thing happened. I got three emails, three people on my email list hit reply and asked me if I was talking about Amy Porterfield. Now, if you listened to episode nine of the podcast, I mentioned Amy Porterfield. So maybe that's why people asked me that. But I have not been, nor have I ever been, And no, I'm not talking about Amy Porterfield. I've not been a student of hers. So I wrote back to these people and I wanted to know why they asked me that. And then I wanted to know why it mattered. You know, because why do you single people out like that? I didn't single out somebody. I was using a business owner in an example. I certainly didn't name names. But I wanted to know why it mattered. And... The responses that I got were really interesting was that people trusted what I was saying. And so if I was saying that this business owner was out there shitting the bed, they wanted to know because then they wouldn't do business with her. So I just want to clear the air and say that it was not Amy Porterfield, who I don't know from a hole in the wall and who certainly doesn't know me. I was not talking about her, but I will take the compliment that one subscriber to my mailing list gave me about how I did the right thing, not naming names and that I'm not here to shame anyone, which is why I didn't tell you the name of the guy who tapped me on the shoulder and said, I'm in this biz too, hun. Right? Because the thing that I never want to do is be someone who gets ahead by shaming others. All I'm doing is pointing out that these are actual big fucking mistakes that people are making. I don't need to tell you who they are. I don't care who they are. What I care about is what's going on in this industry. And if you're here listening to this podcast, you also care about what's going on in this industry. And what's going on in the course creation industry right now is a lot of hopped up bullshit that I am trying to cut through with my messaging. We are all allowed to run the exact business that we run. What I do do, however, is, oh, and I just said (laughs) doo-doo. What I do, however, is point out strategy flaws, execution, poor planning, and when it comes right down to it, and the point I was making in episode nine of my podcast and in my email to my mailing list last week, the point I was making was that if you're bold-faced lying, (laughs) <laughs> to people, frankly, about what you're selling. Yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to point that out, okay? I'm going to talk about how that is not cool because I teach people how to create online courses, and the last thing I want is one of my students misrepresenting the shit they're selling. Sell it. Sell the shit out of it. Be salesy. I don't care. What I care about is that you're being salesy and you're not delivering on the thing you're being salesy about, all right? So what I want you to take away from that is that I won't let any of that fly when what I offer is the real deal. And I think that when you take a hard stand like that, it's gonna raise some eyebrows, right? I'm not just trying to do what other people are doing. I'm not trying to name names. I'm not trying to make other people look shitty so I look better. 
I know this stuff like the back of my hand. When you listen to what I'm telling you here, you will also see this happening in the world. People overselling and under delivering, especially with online courses. We are more focused on filling those sales funnels than building those goddamn online courses. And I really believe and have seen with 20 years experience that that is not the way to approach this. So it makes what I sell a hard sell because the promised land of online course creation, this area, this arena is plentiful. There are lots of people that you could be working with to create your online course, but that's also why I make sure everyone knows that you get a course you can sell. That is a complete course. You have a product that is ready to go. But let me be very clear. And this is also important. The other side of this is that I do not teach you how to sell it. And I've had lots of people say, hey, you're missing the mark here. You should be teaching people how to sell their online courses. And no, I'm not teaching startup. If you are already in business, you know your people, you know what you want to sell and you know how to sell it to them. I just help you create a product that is ready to sell. There are lots of people out there telling you they can help you build a course and sell it. And if that's what you want, you need to go work with them. But I don't do startup. And I'm very clear about that. I'm not teaching you how to run a business, okay? I think in your own online course business, you need to be very clear, very clear cut about what you do and what you don't do because that helps people understand whether or not they should work with you. So I don't think I'm missing the mark here by not teaching you how to sell. I think I'm respecting the experience you have as an entrepreneur that you know your shit and you know how to put it in front of people the way that you need to do that to sell it to them What you don't know is how to build a course to get it from idea to finished. And that's where I come in. So if you're working with me, it's because you're already an entrepreneur. You already sell something. You already have a practice. You've already worked out the bugs of selling to your people. I don't teach sales. But one of my students does, and I'm going to be very pleased to share her work with you when she has finished her course. So I take a very strong stand here on what I do and what I do say about it because it's important. Creating the course is as important as selling it. And I choose to help you build it because you can't sell it if it's not built. You can't build a million dollar funnel if there's no product at the end of the rainbow. You gotta start somewhere. And somewhere is where we are going this week to talk about technology and the holy mother of God mess that technology creates for aspiring online course creators who get overwhelmed when they start thinking about all the options available to them, right? Is this you? Do you sit there saying, which platform should I use? Which one of these things is right for me? Which one is the right answer? I mean, there's Teachable, there's Udemy, there's Academy of Mind, there's LinkedIn courses, there's Skillshare, there's WordPress LMS, there's Moodle, fucking Moodle. God, do I hate Moodle. I can't believe Moodle is still a thing. There's plugins and add-ons and email courses. Like which one is the right answer? And here's what I know about you as a busy entrepreneur. You just want the answer. You just want to know what you need to do so you can fucking do it. So I don't spend any time asking you how you feel about it or what your thoughts are about a particular topic. Instead, I cut right to the chase and I give you the steps you need to take to power through, especially 
around technology. And here's where I've landed with technology while creating an online course that I want to share with you. I'm just going to give it to you straight. It is going to be one of the biggest hurdles that you will overcome in creating your online course, quite frankly. You're going to want to kick and scream and cry and fire your computer over the desk and through the window when you sit down to try to figure this out because it's going to seem like a lot. Now, let me be very clear. Okay, let me be really clear here. You are, I don't even know you from a hole in the wall, but here's what I know about you because you're an entrepreneur. You are more than capable of figuring this out on your own. Really and truly. And I know that seems odd that I might say that considering I want you to come and join my program, but it's the truth. Okay, I'm not trying to pull the wool over your eyes here. I'm simply giving you a system that is proven and easy to follow so you don't have to waste any more time trying to figure this out. Oh, you are more than capable. But I already know you struggle to find the time to do it. That you get all up in your head when you're trying to map out the ideas. And that you're struggling to create that curriculum because you're worried about whether or not it's going to teach people. And when we start talking about the tech, right, things really kind of fall apart. I see you and I want to help you. The steps that I give you to create your online course can be done quickly and easily. And there's no thinking involved. It's a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am situation. But also you learn and you adapt and you push forward. That's what a good entrepreneur does. It all matters and it all works. What it doesn't do, my system to create an online course, I mean, what it doesn't do is overwhelm you. Just show up, finish the steps, and whammo, you've got a fully finished functional online course that can and will transform the lives of your students. But the tech, motherfucker, the tech will get you every time because as soon as you hit a snag, and you get frustrated, what do you do? Well, you might Google the answer, but then you see it's a 10 page answer and you don't really wanna get into that right now because the truth is, is you just kinda of clocked in to check this out for just a second because you only have a second and then you're getting up to walk away from your desk and your computer because that's a lot of information to try to digest right now and then your online course goes one more day without being built, which means it goes one more day without being available to your people and they need your online course right now right freaking now. So here's what I did to make this simple for you. I'm teaching you about a learning platform that I've used for actual years. I would go so far as to say that I was an early adopter of their technology. That's how long I've been doing this. The platform that I'm talking about is called Thinkific. And let me tell you why I use them above all the others that I mentioned at the outset of this podcast. It's free. Everything you wanna do in your online course that I'm gonna teach you can be achieved without having to spend one more red cent above my program fee. And I did that on purpose. Now, there's nothing worse, to me anyway, than paying for a program only to find out that I need to invest more money in software beyond the program fee. It makes me nuts. I hate it. So I didn't want you to have to take any more money out of your pocket to get started and in fact, one of the things I love about Thinkific is that they don't even charge you to use their payment gateway. So you don't have to hack anything together to sell your course. I should say that I do help you to create a sales page. I help you to set up your payment gateway 
And we test everything to make sure that you can make money from your course from day one. Even though we don't talk about a sales strategy, that's on you. I do help you to set up all the tech so that you're ready to rock and roll from the minute you finish building your course. I also want to take a second to say that Thinkific pays me zero dollars to say any of this. I'm not even on their affiliate list. I don't need to do that. I just like to use reliable tools that are cheap or free and I like to tell people about them. But the reason I use their platform to teach online course building is because it has everything you need. It's user-friendly and I've been using it long enough to know how it all works, what the nuances are, and what you can expect. So why can't you just go get course building training from Thinkific? You might be sitting there asking yourself, why is she telling me this? I could just go over to thinkific.com and you're more than welcome to do that, by the way. And you could just get all their free stuff. They actually offer a free training program on how to create an online course. That is true. And you might be wondering, why am I telling you that? Aren't they my direct competition? Mm, not really. I mean, here's the thing. They're not my direct competition. That's the first thing I want to say. The second thing is that here's what I feel about free training. You get what you pay for. Okay. And the third thing that I want to say is that you might sign up for the free program. You might get in there. You might start playing around, but you're not going to go the distance with it. Now, I'm not saying that to be an asshole, although you're entitled to your opinion. I'm saying that because I know course creation and I know where people get hung up and I know where they get stuck on the snags and the sweater starts to unravel. And then all of a sudden they don't even want to create an online course anymore. I tell you this because this is what happens. Thinkific are selling you software, okay? They offer all kinds of other things like free templates, email list building strategies. They even give you information on how to sell your online course. When you look at it, that is a lot of information and I'm not knocking them. I'm a huge fan and supporter. I pay for my subscription to Thinkific to run my 30-day program. I built Think Big, Move Fast on that platform and I teach you how to use it too. Every program I've ever created, thousands of hours of online course content I've created in Thinkific. But they are in the software business, make no mistake, and they are not in the instructional design business. I am in the instructional design business and I have no qualms about pointing out the difference. They have created a wonderful, powerful, I can't believe it's free platform for you to use to build your online course. Now I teach you how to build an online course using their wonderful, powerful, and free platform without any kickbacks or incentives. It's the one I like, but I'm not selling software. I want you to think about that the next time you sign up for something free from somebody, what are they selling? is what they're giving away for free designed to get you to buy their product. Fuck, yes it is. Yes, it is, right? We forget that, right? We forget sometimes when we see quote unquote free training and we think that we can just game the system without paying for anything. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can game the system. You absolutely can. But I'm also here to tell you that it's gonna take you 10 times longer than just signing up for my course and following the steps every single time. So I teach you how to use Thinkific, but I also teach you how to take what you've created in the first three modules of my 30-day program and build it out 
so that it makes sense. This week, I hopped on a call with a client to help them map out their layout and figure out where certain pieces of their program needed to go inside Thinkific. They had a unique delivery system that was atypical, is I think how I would describe it. It was brilliant, but atypical. And I showed her how to get it to lay out properly in Thinkific quickly and easily so she could get back to uploading her shit. And, you know, I used to do life coaching and I certainly could sit around with you and ask you why you're getting hung up and what's going on. But I've been a course creator for half my life. Okay, that's a real fucking number. I'm almost 40. I've been doing this since I was 18 years old. Now, I know why you're hung up. I know what's going on. We don't need to waste time talking about what's going on. You also know what's going on. So I cut through it with directives, next steps, and answers. Nothing makes me crazier than when I'm frustrated and somebody won't give me an answer. There's a time and a place to talk about your feelings, my friend, but it's not while you're fighting with the tech. That time is to get the right answer and move the fuck on. So that's what I do to help you. If you need a good life coach, I will happily recommend one. One of my students, actually, who just released her online course is a brilliant life coach. Send me an email and I'll send you her name. I am a big thinker and a fast mover. I want you to be that way too, so you can get this thing built already. Dealing with the tech is a complicated thing because you can get lost in rabbit holes of information, feeling like you're solving a problem when really all you're doing is filling your head with information that may or may not be useful at some point in the future. It feels like work, but it ain't. One of the things I do that allows me to work really fast is that when I go to the internet with a question, I ask a very pointed question. You may remember from earlier podcasts where I talked about how I worked for a tech company a couple of years ago, and I was responsible for actually figuring out the formulas for asking Google questions so that the company that I worked for could point their API at Google and grab information. That's all Google does. It points its API at other websites and pulls information. It's just a fancy bulletin board. I mean, real fucking fancy. But anyway, I had to figure out how to ask Google questions in a certain way to figure out how to find things like purple turtleneck cashmere sweaters. Because if you typed in turtleneck cashmere purple, you got a different result. I did that for a long time. And because of that, I know how to ask the internet questions. And because of that, I get the right answer very quickly. Now, what I want to point out here is what I don't do. I do not sit around wondering if it's the right answer. Because the only way to know that is to put it into action. I just find enough information to make a move and then I make it. I might have to go back to that article four or five times, but each time I take a piece of information from it and I do something with it. You know, if you've ever followed directions for a recipe online and you flip between browsers a few times, you know what I'm talking about. I do this all day long at work when I'm looking for information. And I want to encourage you to do the same. In fact, it's how I teach you to build the tech side of your online course. Do this, now do this, read this, watch this, do this. Bob's your uncle, it's done. So my advice to you when you're dealing with the tech as you build your online course is do not allow yourself to get lost in that rabbit hole. Get the information you need to click a button, upload a video or download a document and then move on. It's the only way this thing is going to get done in any amount of time. Otherwise, you run the risk of always looking for a better answer. And what I worked really hard to do in my program is not give you any choice. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, but you know what? Choice overwhelms. 
It's why I didn't say go out and find a learning management system. It's why I picked one for you. I don't make money off it. Again, I just highly recommend it and I teach it. It's why I don't ask you to think about all the ways you could deliver your course. And it's why I show you one simple way to do it because choice slows you down. How many important choices do you have to make right now in your business? What's the holdup? How many not so important choices do you have to make right now in your business? What's the holdup there, right? It does not matter if they are important choices or not. When you have to pick between A and B, you could spend a lifetime weighing the pros and cons of A and B and never actually making a decision. When you have no choice, however, when you have no choice, when you know what needs to be done and the clock is ticking, what happens? You get shit done. The holdup is overwhelm. Plain and simple, every single time. That's why I put strong timelines on my program. That's why I removed unnecessary decision-making. It's why I teach you how to build the tech side of things so you don't have to figure it out. If you're an entrepreneur, you want and need accountability, systems, and speed. I give you all of that and more. If you want to learn more about how I can help you create your online course quickly and easily, I want to invite you to book a call with me today. I would love to talk to you about how to get this thing up and running and into the world in record time. I'd love to show you how to do it. Please visit heatherdevoe.com slash thinkbigmovefast and book that call today. It's the best decision that you could make for yourself and your business. I hope you have an amazing week. And I'll talk to you soon.